0: hey guys i know i'm super late i'm so sorry but i have an incredible episode today because i thought what could we do on this day other than talk about our family and friends that don't support what we do oh my god i don't know about you (laughs) but this is probably the topic that gets me like the most fired up I mean, we've probably all been through it. If you're an entrepreneur, a creator of any kind, you probably have people that mean a lot to you that you thought would be supportive of anything you decide to do and aren't and uh, haven't helped you on your journey there at all. I've been there. I'm sure all of us have been there, and I think it makes for a great topic for today. It's something that I feel like I still get so angry about, (laughs) like, when I think about it, I just, it pisses me the fuck off, and I'm always like, I'm not gonna let this get to me, I'm fine, and yeah, no, (laughs) it always gets to me, because, I mean, let's be honest, like, if it were the other way around, you, you like to think that you'd be super supportive of them, and you'd be encouraging, and blah, 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 so... It just hurts. You know, it's um, probably the most hurtful thing, especially when you're starting out and you don't really have your circle. You don't really have a big support team or like fans or an audience. You're just kind of counting on the people that love you to be the ones that support you. Right. But it just doesn't go that way. So let's talk about it. So I came up with a couple of different reasons why I think that they wouldn't support you and I'm kind of going to run through those and then we're going to talk about the people that do support you and we're also going to talk about how what you can do to try to fix that even though it's not always a fixable issue Um, but if you can I'm going to show you some ways that you can do that and then I'm also going to talk about how if it doesn't work out what you can do. Okay, so, reason number one that I think that people you love don't support you, um, you're just, well, you, (laughs) you know, like, and and this was a hard lesson for me to learn, but I actually learned learned it from my brother, because um, my little brother, like, he, He's very into music and very into EDM raves and stuff like that. And that's not really me. So we're, we differ on that, but I have worked with a lot of EDM artists and a lot of my friends are EDM artists. And the way that this happened for me was, um, (laughs) I remember like my, my brother telling me like, Oh my God, you should work with this person. And like, me and this person were kind of on the same level in our career and we kind of were in the circle with like the same friends and stuff like that and I just remember being like why are you so excited about this artist but you're not excited about my music though so why are you like telling me to work with this artist and it's, it's like super exciting like and and it was weird because at the time we were working on a, on a project together and the project didn't end up working out. So it was kind of like a two hit thing, you know, where I was like, ouch and ouch, <laughs> like, you know, so that was a very weird experience for me. But like, that's when I kind of started picking up on like, oh, and I, I think I read an article at the time. I can't remember where I read it, but it was an article talking about how family members, like they've grown up with you their whole life, right? So even if you're, you know, Zyra, um, even if you're, you know, whatever your artist name is, to them, you're just Little Fern, you know, or like, whatever your real name is, like, whatever your nickname is, you know, like, that's, that's you to them, you know, you'll always be that same person that they grew up with. And like, this happens in all aspects of life, really, like, you know, you might grow up and find that, like, I don't know, your sexuality is different. Or maybe you grow up and you find that you have different interests or different tastes. Or maybe you grow up and, or maybe, like, let's say you move out of the city. You know, when you go back, they st- still expect you to be, like, that small town girl. You know, stuff like that. Like, they always expect you to stay the same. It's almost like they always see you as that young person that was living in their house or like co-living with them, you know, like they never, and I mean, that applies to everything, right? Like if you had a roommate, when you see your roommate again, you still expect them to be the same person that you were living with, but they could have gone off into the world and completely changed. And now you're pretty much meeting a different version of them. So it can be a little frustrating for you if you've like, like I said, gone out into the world and changed and like, your skill level has changed your career has changed you're succeeding now and you have a whole different outlook and a whole different trajectory or whatever you want to call it you're different but they still see you as the same so it can be a little frustrating trying to get that across like bro I'm not the same person anymore or I'm succeeding you know you don't have to treat me like I'm Like, this is a hobby of mine, or I'm, like, just starting out. Like, I have had success in my career, I am known in my city now, I am working with the artists, or, like, sometimes have surpassed the artists that you are, like, very enamored with. So, that could be a little bit frustrating. I've experienced that. But, you know, just try to keep in mind that, just like, I see my brother as, like, my little brother... I'm sure he still sees me as like his big sister and like this is what he expects of me. Just like this is what I expect of him. So it's just kind of a human thing to do. So I kind of just try to let that one go. The next one though, the next one is what really bothers me. And that is jealousy. This is by far, I think the worst trait when it comes to family members or close friends that don't support you. Oh shit, it's going down outside. I don't know if you guys can hear the ambulance, but um, okay, so jealousy. Oh God, I have so many of these stories, but I'll tell you guys one in particular that was very hard on me and it made me really, really angry in the moment. So I'm gonna talk about it. I have a family member who I've grown up with, I'm very close to, and I decided that I wanted to take her along on my concerts and stuff like that. Like, I wanted her to come and have fun and be a part of it. <sighs> that did not go very well. So, the first trip that I went on with her, um, she kind of ruined the trip for me, to be completely honest. I took her, I was very excited, it was one of my first big concerts, I was opening for Evie Queen and De La Gueto, so I was very excited, like this was a huge deal for me. I was breaking through, you know, as an artist. And I remember we went and, you know, because I was one of the artists, like, everything was set up for us, you know, we were going to have tables, we were going to have bottles, Uh, This was the after show, by the way. We were going to go perform, and then from there, we were going to go to a club and perform a little bit there. So, first off, like, her attitude was very hard to deal with throughout, like, it was exhausting me, because she's the type of person that kind of makes everything about her, and it's just really, it puts you in a very awkward place when... It's not, you know, when it's not about you, when it's like, I'm trying to do this. These are my coworkers. This is kind of like my job environment. And this isn't about you. You know, like this is a special moment for me. I would think that you would be happy for me. I want you to have just as much fun. And I'm not going to like throw it in your face and be like, oh, look at me. I'm fucking important. No, like that's not the kind of person I am. I just want you to come and have fun with me because you're my family member that I really love and care about. So as I said, we get there. It's already like, I mean, first off, I'm getting a free hotel room and I'm letting her stay there with me. And like, she somehow manages to like make it a bad experience. And then we're at the concert. It was a sucky time for me in that I lost my phone. I am like looking for my phone like crazy. I have all these videos and my performance and all this shit that I need to upload. And it's just gone. I have no idea where it is. I think somebody stole my phone and (laughs) they like hit it when they realized that I was like super freaking out about it. So we are like trying to locate it using this device and it's telling me it's somewhere then the phone starts moving then like I'm asking people to help me find it we're all like looking for it this family member is like pushing me saying like oh let's just go like let's just go to the club and I'm like bitch like I'm looking for my phone (laughs) like chill out you know and all of a sudden it rings in a seat in the car that I was not sitting in so like It could not have fallen out of my pocket into that seat. You see what I'm saying? Like, I was—I never sat there. It was the driver's seat. And I know for a fact that I couldn't have lost it there because I was literally, I had it at the concert and we hadn't gone back to the car. So somebody had to like sneak it in the car as they were helping me like supposedly look for it. So I still to this day have no idea who it was that took my phone, but... Luckily we found it. And then like as we're heading to the event, she's like talking to this dude at the concert venue. And like I know her. I know this is the type of person that she can be sometimes. And I was trying to let it slide. But I figured like she wouldn't do this to me. She wouldn't embarrass me. That that was my thinking. And I think that's somewhere where I fail so many times in seeing things in people for what they are like I always give them a pass and I try to give people the benefit of the doubt and I'm always like they're not gonna do it to me it's okay but if they do it to other people usually they end up doing it to you so anyway she meets this dude and she's trying to get bottles from him like she's trying to get us bottles and a table and like I don't realize this because I'm too concentrated on the concert and what's going on. So I, I didn't realize that conversation was going on. I thought she was just like flirting with somebody or something. So she's talking to this dude and walks over to me with the dude. And he's like, I can get you girls a table and I can get you bottles, but like a sleazy way, you know what I mean? And when she did that, and I realized what was going on, I was just like, Bitch, like, I already got a table and I already got bottles. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're just making me look bad now. You're making me look like I'm just out here flirting my way to bottles. You know what I mean? That I don't even need because we're already being supplied this. It was weird because she did it in a way that was like, oh, I got us this. Like, I did this. And it was just unnecessary. Like, there's no reason for you to be doing this. This happened many times, like, many, many times. And I remember, like, another time I invited her to one of my big concerts. And when we got there, like, one of her responses was, like, I like to be in control. I'm the shit. We were at my table, and, like, she said something about, I'm the one who needs to be in control. I don't like anybody else being in control but me. And I was like, bitch, this isn't even your event, bro. Like, I would not treat you like that if I were at one of your events. And that's happened before. You've invited me to your events, And I literally am so grateful that, like, you invited me and that I get to spend time with you. I don't fucking throw it back in your face. Like, I have to find some way to make myself stand out and be the most important person in the room. Honestly, that is so fucking embarrassing when you're doing that around my friends and, like, other people that I care about. And you're making it seem like it's a competition when I am literally not trying to compete with you. Like, there is no competition. It's in your fucking head. (laughs) So she just put me in super weird situations like that. Another time, like, this was probably the worst time, actually, I went out with her and I went out with some of my friends, and we were going to my DJ friends' parties. And one of my friends that I invited is someone that I met through music. Like, it's somebody that was a huge fan of mine. She drove all the way from Riverside to LA to catch one of my shows, and like, I was super excited about that. Like, so damn excited that I fucking invited her to be in one of my music video sets. And then from there, we just became really good friends and we'd go out and stuff. So she was there. And like, even though we're friends, like she's one of those super supportive, like really sweet girl. Right. And so she's like super into my music still, even though like we're friends now. We're there, we're in the car, we're chilling. And like she asked me to play some of my songs and I didn't really want to because I don't know why, I just feel weird about, like, playing my songs to friends and shit like that, like, I don't, I rarely do this, but she, like, wanted to hear them, and I was like, okay, fine, and, like, we played some of them, and then whatever, whatever, right, I think it's, like, an hour later, she starts telling me, at this point, we're all kind of drunk, and she starts telling me, like, oh my god, girl, like, you're doing so good, I'm so proud of you, Uh, You're going to be so successful and just keep going. Don't give up like all this stuff. Right. And like, I thought that was so sweet. I was just like, okay, cool. You know, and then I go on about my day usually. So this family member is in the back of the car as my friend is saying this stuff to me. And she literally rolls her eyes because I could see her in the fucking mirror. She rolls her eyes, gets out of the car and goes in the gas station and just like, pretends, like, whatever, you know, just to escape that moment, and, like, that shit rubbed me so wrong, like, and it wasn't just me that caught it, because my, um, the person that was our DD for the night, um, also caught it, and was, like, yo, like, <laughs> what was that, and I was, like, I'm not even, and, because, like, she also like like made some snarky ass comment that I can't even rem- remember now, but I just remember at the moment being like that was really unnecessary, bro. Like I would not have done that to you if somebody was being supportive of you and what you're what you worked so fucking hard for. Like how dare you, you know? And like since since all that shit went down, I like could not fuck with that person because I realized like, holy shit, they're such a fucking hater. Like anything that isn't about them, they feel targeted. For me, it's like, I have worked so damn hard to get to where I am that like anybody who's going to put me down or not even put me down themselves, but just disapprove of anyone who lifts me up. It's like, get the fuck out my face. Like, I don't want that negative shit around me. So that person had to go. <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, if, it, if that is the issue that you're having with somebody is jealousy, if that's the reason they don't support you, you need to kick them the fuck out of your life because those kind of people will not change and they will continue to feel that way about you. And the worst part is like, I remember this person this family member like messaging me later when I started like having a lot of success in my career and being like when are you buying a yacht bitch so we can go together or some shit like that and I just remember being like bitch if I had a yacht you would not be on it (laughs) you will not be on it so don't even ask me about anything to do with my success or money because you will take no part just like you didn't want to take any part in my upcoming so Yeah, that shit gets me fired up. I think jealousy is like one of the worst ones. The next one is maybe they think it's a marketing scheme. Like there are a lot of marketing schemes out there. So maybe if it's something that sounds kind of similar, they're just like, "Uh, I don't want to get involved, you know, or maybe they just think it's a hobby. Maybe they just think you want free things and like, you know, you know how people can be. Um, they don't get to see like how much work goes into entrepreneurship. So maybe they think it's something that's not that serious, especially if it's something that involves social media or anything like that. They probably just think it's some little bullshit that isn't going to get you anywhere. So they're not going to support it, especially in the beginning. They definitely won't support it. And then as you go on, maybe they'll start to pick up like, okay, they're working really hard at this. So maybe, you know, I can be a little nicer about it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they're gonna approve of it. And so since we're talking about like, what they suspect might be a hobby or marketing scheme, shit like that. um, Let's talk about social media. So Social media kind of fucks over business owners because they kind of put you in a place where you have to buy their advertisement or you're fucked. So their algorithms are built to be completely against business owners. And so unless you're paying for ads, they're usually not showing your stuff that much to people. So they might just not see it. Um, And then the other thing is maybe they don't use social media. There's a lot of people that don't especially if they're not entrepreneurs. Like if I wasn't an entrepreneur, I would not have social media at all. Like there's no point to it. You know, if you work a regular job where you don't have to have social media, who gives a fuck what you're doing online? I would not have one. So maybe because they don't need it, maybe they don't have social media or maybe they're not good at using it. So I know like my grandma, she tries to be supportive, but she definitely like, does not, is not very familiar with social media or doesn't know, like, how to work it, you know? And maybe they come from a different generation. So, like, my grandparents, for example, they don't really know about social media and stuff like that, one. And then, two, like, they might not really support the stuff that I'm doing just because they are from a different generation where... They believe more in like hard work and keeping a regular job and you know stuff like that and my grandparents I would say are like a little hippie-ish. Well they actually super support me but they don't know how to use social media very well. I would say my mom is the one who is not like a fan of social media and isn't a fan of like creativity and like entrepreneurship stuff like that she just kind of wants a regular ass job where she could just go to work and come home and forget about it like that's her thing and as I grow up like I guess like I can kind of understand that I I definitely have more of an entrepreneurial spirit I like working sometimes and I, I especially like working for myself like it keeps me busy it keeps me distracted and I don't know. I like it. But some people don't like that stuff. You know, it's not everyone's thing. For me, it's like I kind of like the freedom to like organize my own shit, fix my schedule to what works for me, stuff like that. But then I can also understand the other side of it where it's like, damn, like sometimes I feel like I'm working twice or three times as hard because I'm I'm working so fucking hard 24-7 and I'm not even seeing the income for how hard I've worked, you know, over the last decade. Like, I've literally worked like a decade unpaid. That is a long fucking time. And unpaid and investing. Like, I literally <laughs> burnt through all my stocks, burnt through all my fucking college funds, blah blah blah. Like all these things I completely burned through to be able to invest in my dream and we've talked about that a lot so I'm not even gonna go back to it but yes it, it is hard to to be your own boss like people think it's fun it's not fun in the beginning you know what I mean so I can relate to people who um think like I'm just gonna work for the man and get paid for my time versus like spending a decade unpaid and going through all this hardship just to like be able to work for myself, you know. And 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 also we don't think about the other stuff too that having your own business entails, which is having to be responsible for everything yourself. So that is a that is probably the hardest part is like reading through contracts and you know, if something goes wrong, it's your responsibility, like all this all this shit that ties into owning your own business is Really tough, so I can understand people that don't fuck with that. But at the same time, it's like you would want your family members to support you, though, you know, like you're not the one working towards this thing that is so hard. So I would expect if you love me that you would at least be approving of me trying to own my own business. But you know, I think especially when it comes to creative things to the arts, I think it's really hard for family members to understand. And that's the other thing is like, maybe they don't believe in you and what you're doing, or maybe they don't approve. So like for me, I've had a hard time when I've been like really excited about something that went right in my business and I told a family member, and they weren't excited for me, and I could, like, hear it in their voice, like, oh, here's another stupid little thing, you know, and it's, like, I don't think, if you've never pursued entrepreneurship, I don't think that you understand how these little tiny stepping stones make your path, you know what I mean, like, it really is the small things. And I think that's very hard for somebody to understand who's always worked a regular job. Like it's not the same thing. And it's also not set up as systemically as a regular job is. So like in a regular job, you're told like you do this, 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 you're going to get this, this, this. And in an entrepreneur position, you don't really have that. So It's just kind of a guessing game and trying to get to the next level your own way, pretty much. You're like molding everything as you go. So it's different for everybody and it's really fucking tough. And that's why I feel like it's so important for your circle to to support you. And, And I think what hurts the most about that is like you knowing how hard you're working. Sometimes when people don't support you, you're just like, but I'm... I'm putting in so much fucking work like can you not see how hard I'm working like even if I don't have anything to show for it right now I'm working so damn hard to someday have that and I think it's hard for like family members or close friends to to actually understand that because they're not with you day to day and they're not seeing everything that you're going through and all of your milestones, like, they're not seeing these things, so to them, they're just like, one day you're here, and the next day you're over there, and they have no idea how you took that huge leap, you know, and it's just like, when people admire an artist, they don't really understand how that artist got to be where they are, you know, like, they see this successful, rich artist, they don't see that this artist was like losing their mind in the middle of it. They don't see that they were homeless in the middle of it. They don't see that they were starving and their health was like completely declined to a point that, you know, they could have lost their life. Like they don't see any of this. They don't know how fucking hard it's been for you. And so you have to be a little easy on them as far as this goes, because maybe they just don't see it or they just don't understand it. I, I I blame that a little bit less because even though it does hurt me and it does hurt anybody it happens to, I don't think that it's with bad intention. I think it's just a misunderstanding. It's not like the jealousy thing, you know what I mean? The jealousy thing, that's like intentional. That's like that person does not actually fuck with you. <laughs> and then the other part is, um, like I said, maybe they don't approve so like me when I was doing music when I was like at the peak of my career I was twerking all the time I was putting up you know inappropriate posts for family nothing like super I wasn't like fucking naked online you know but for them it was like oh my goodness you know like oh god how could you do that (laughs) who is this new person that I didn't raise, you know? I I could see, like, a lot of parents thinking that way of their creative children. And, I mean, this kind of ties back into them seeing you as young still and, like, their little babies. And so they kind of, I don't know, like, they're kind of surprised and in shock, you know? It's like a culture shock of their child, you know? Like, they're just like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) And that happens with like a lot of older generations, but that doesn't mean it's bad. It's just not how they grew up or it's not their, the things that they value or the things that they approve of, you know? So sometimes this happens and, you know, you just gotta fucking let that shit go and just be like, this is me and you can fuck with it or not, but I'm still going to do me. So yeah, (laughs) I'm not a baby anymore. And talking about babies... (laughs) So now we get to the part where they're pressuring you to settle down, to have a family. um, And they want you to have like job security and, you know, just be stable. And maybe that's just not how you flow. You know, like maybe you need spontaneity. Is that how you say that? (laughs) Spontane. You know what I mean? But maybe you need to be spontaneous. Maybe you don't like being in one place all the time. Maybe you like traveling. Maybe you like you know, whatever you like, and maybe it's just not what they like, maybe it's not what they fuck with, and this, I think, is probably a lot more related to women, because we get pressured so much to have a baby, to have a family, to settle down, like, oh, you don't want to do that, nobody's going to want to be with you, it's like, bitch, I don't care, (laughs) I don't want to be with someone, like, Yes, if I find someone that I have an amazing time with, we have a good time, we're always happy around each other, and when there's rough times, we can like make positives out of it, then yes, I will totally fuck with that person and you know, we'll have a good time. But I don't want to settle down. I am not a relationship person, I am not a person who wants kids, I never want kids. They're not for me. I'm never gonna push a baby out my vagina. Nope, not happening. And actually, I wouldn't even push out a baby because I would have to have a C section because I already had a myomectomy to like remove my fibroids. So technically, I can't even do that because one, I'm like at 50% risk of dying if I have a baby. And then two, um, it would have to be a C section something which I've already kind of had similar to because a myomectomy is basically the same thing. You're just not having a baby. The the C-section is for removing fibroids, which are like tumors that grow in your uterus. I've talked about this in the health part of this podcast, but yeah, so I'm not fucking taking that risk. One and two, I never even wanted kids, so they're not for me. And three, like you telling me that I can't be alone and be happy is really fucking weird to me because that just like shows me you have a huge fear of being on your own. And like, I think being on your own is fucking amazing. It is so peaceful. It is so more my style. And I just like having my space. I I cannot spend more than a certain amount of time with people without them annoying the shit out of me it's maybe because I'm a Gemini or like I don't know but yeah like I very specifically like you know quality time and and cuddling and stuff like that but once I'm like in a bad mood and I'm like I don't want anybody around me I don't want anybody around me so that is the thing with me in relationships and we'll get into that later but it's just so, to me, it's always been so nosy and like inconsiderate to ask a woman when she's going to have kids, or when she's going to settle down, or when she's going to get into a relationship, because it's like, one, it's none of your fucking business, and two, I will get to it when I get to it, when I want to get to it, because maybe, have you considered that I don't want that, period? that maybe you should mind your own business and think about the spouse that you're not taking care of and focus on that instead of focusing on my life. So that's something that like really gets to me and really bugs me. And I think it's something that a lot of women in the industry probably deal with. And I mean, it comes from all different sources. Like it comes from family members, sometimes friends or close family friends. And other times it comes from media, like media like, puts this pressure on people, like, when I saw that um, Rihanna, for example, was, like, they were talking about, she might be pregnant, it's, like, who gives a fuck, like, it's 2021, I don't give a shit if you're trying to have a kid or not, do you not see the fucking dark-ass world we live in now, do you really want to put another kid in it, like, that is such a personal option, and, I don't think that anybody has any fucking right to, like, ask anyone else about their choice. Like, if they have kids and you want to ask about how their kids are doing, cool. But don't ask them when they're having kids. That's a fucking weird question. And especially, like, the fact that you don't ask men but you ask the women. Like, that's just fucking rude and sexist as fuck. And, I mean, I wonder, too, like if the pandemic has changed this, like has the pandemic changed how people feel about job security? Like have, has it changed how they feel about, you know, people settling down and having kids because you don't want to be stuck with somebody that you're not compatible with just because you are scared to be alone and you don't want to have kids with someone that you don't want kids with, or you don't want to have kids when you don't want kids just because you think you're supposed to have kids like that's so fucking weird and that's how kids end up having terrible parents and like a terrible childhood people should stop doing this (laughs) and then job security it's like did the pandemic not make you realize that these jobs don't give a fuck about you and that you probably should get to entrepreneurship at some point And, like, own your own shit so that you're in charge of yourself and you're in charge of your income and you're in charge of whether you get fired or not. You would think that this would be a thought in people's minds, but I'm not sure it's really shifted. And then the last thing is, like, maybe they don't know how to support you. So I've had this happen a lot and I started noticing once I started posting shit where I was like, hey like this, comment that, share this. Like I know it's really fucking annoying to reach out to each one of these people and ask them, can you specifically do this? Sometimes they don't know how to support you. They don't know that likes and comments and shares are like important to your career. They just think it's something that you want for attention or that is like meaningless. And it's like, no, like this shit actually helps my business advance. The more engagement there is with my posts, the more engagement there is with my stories and all this stuff, the more companies are going to be likely to want to sponsor me and work with me. So it's important to me. And you have to explain this to family members because they don't really understand this. So I think once you give them direction, they're better and more likely to support you in the ways that are helpful and meaningful to you. And then the last thing is support. Let's talk about supportive family. Like, oh my God, we cannot forget them, right? Because I love when family members do support me or close friends do support me. Like, that shit means so much because that lets me know they really fucking care. Because sometimes they, there's family members or friends that go out of their own way to help you, or to support you in some way, and, like, you know that they went and did the research on their own, and, like, took time to help you, and it really is the thought behind it that is so, just so sweet, like, I remember this one time that my brother, like, he, like, surprised me, he got on live video with me, and he had bought my fucking jackets, and it was him and my nephew on my live video wearing my jacket and my heart just melted because i just thought like wow like i didn't even i didn't even ask him to like this is just something that he chose to do i'm like getting so emotional but um it meant a lot that he did that oh my god i hate when i cry (laughs) And then on top of that, he also, I think it was for my birthday or something, he bought me a placement on uh, a social media, like, page, uh, an ad placement, and I just know that that shit was expensive, and it's just, like, I couldn't afford it at the time, and I'm, like, so grateful for that, and... I'm not sure I've ever, like, said thank you as much as I should have, but those two moments meant a lot for my life, and, like, especially where I was at the time and how hard of a time I was having with my career, like, it really meant a lot, and it's, like, little shit like that that means so much to your family members, so if you're listening and you are a family member of a creative or an entrepreneur, those are ways that you can support them, and you have no idea how much that means to us, like... It's huge for our lives and our careers, and it could change the trajectory of what we're doing. So, yeah, means a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, so here's my advice. One, give them, let them know up front. These are ways that you can support me or reach out to them and say, hey, I don't feel like I've been getting, you know, enough love from you. Like, is there something that I can work on? Or is there something that you don't like about what I'm doing? You know, like, be upfront with them. They're your family members. They're your close friends. You should be able to have these conversations with them and let them know what this means to you. And honestly, if they still don't support you, they're not in your circle, homegirl. Like, you need to let them go because they do not care. And you need to go and find your actual circle And I think this is the most important one is get out there and find people who do support you and who do love what you're doing and who do uplift you. Because I think that completely changes the path that you're on and how you feel about it. And it changes your moods. And the more you're around people that uplift you and have positive vibes around what you love to do or what you are doing as a career, and who will support you no matter what you choose to do. I think the more loved you're going to feel and it's going to make you feel a lot happier in your life in general. And that's going to apply to your business and how you handle it and how comfortable and happy you feel when you're in that environment. So I want to leave you guys with two quotes that I think are fucking awesome. Um, One of them is from Johnny Depp. And he says, one day the people that didn't believe in you will tell everyone how they met you. Big facts. So keep that one in mind. And then I'm going to leave you this one from Steve Jobs. The people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So don't be scared. Get out there. Be the bad bitch you are. And just, you know, do your shit. And don't worry about the people who don't support you. Because at the end of the day, you're really going to find how little importance they have in your life. (laughs) And last but not least, I'm going to leave you with what this writer, Eva Rostano said. She said, do you fuck the rest? The people who love and support you will stand by you no matter what. And it doesn't really matter where they came from or who they are. Love them hard. That's big facts. And I just want to say to my musician friends out there, because I know I've been going through the same thing. If you have DJ friends that don't support your shit, don't play your shit, that DM you privately about how hot your shit is, but don't post or play that shit, fuck them. Go find new DJ friends and go find your circle and go find new people that actually fuck with you and family members who actually fuck with you. And if you don't have family members that fuck with you, then go make your own family, a family that does fuck with you. All right? Love you guys. Peace. Till next time. He